part three. Part three, part Shannon. Part Shannon. Forward. Yeah. (laughs) Because I realize we're going to be talking about Megan. Shannon. A little bit of Kelly. A little bit of Brooks. Oh, Brooks. I mean, we can't do OC without addressing the Brooks fiasco, which actually, like, as horrible as that whole situation was, I think it made for one of the top five Housewives seasons of all time. Yeah, like, individually, standalone, season 10 was an amazing season. Um, I don't think I would have enjoyed OC as much as I have, quite honestly. It's been a whirlwind. Um, But also, I mean, you get Shannon coming on season 9, ushering in this new chapter, Basically, because, you know, Gretchen's gone now. It's like a totally different vibe. Um, Heather's here, obviously. But Shannon was amazing. Like, I I know you have opinions about Shannon, and I'm not caught up, obviously. We've only, in this binge, watched up until, like, a handful of episodes in season 12. Like, not even a dent in season 12, really. Yeah. So perspective is going to be limited till that point. Yes. Yes, and then just as we said, we will talk about future Vicky in future episodes. We will talk about the evolution of Shannon mm-hmm. um, in future episodes. Yes. yes. But season 9 Shannon, season 10 Shannon, well, season 9 Shannon. How do we, thoughts on that, how does she relate to her chart, anything you want to offer off the bat? Yes, okay, well, the first thing that I have to say about Shannon is like, I feel like she's, like, the first person that wasn't hazed in any way that they didn't already know. Because, like, originally the show Mm -hmm. was Behind the Gates, right? It was, that's what they were going to name the show, Behind the Gates. Um, And it was about this, like, Kodo community. Gina, um, Vicky, et cetera, et cetera. But now we're beyond the gate, um as our last episode was called. Um, and this... Wait, I've completely lost my train of thought. Shannon. Shannon, on, <laughs> she didn't get hazed. She didn't get hazed. She didn't get hazed. Yeah, anyway, so it's like, this is like one of the first people that they didn't know because as we talked about, Gretchen got hazed. Even like Lynn, the way they spoke to her, like all these things. Very condescending. Meanwhile, yeah. Shannon comes in and is just embraced by everybody. I think Vicky and her got along off the bat, Aries to Aries. They seemed very similar. Their sons are almost conjunct. They have, their birthdays are two days apart, I think. Yeah, yeah. their sons are almost conjunct. And then um, Vicky's Venus is conjunct Shannon's Mercury. So I think, like, just you can see the way they vibe with each other. They just have that, like, fun time connection, like, this really just jovial time together, even when Shannon's trying to suppress it and, like, punish Vicky for the Brooks thing, which we'll get into. What are your, like, what were your initial thoughts on Shannon? Um, I found her, like, wonderfully neurotic. Um, I found her to be, like, perfectly wound up, but also really endearing. Um, and ultimately, I mean... She has such a really showy first season, I think, in terms of how much she was willing to go there with her personal life. Mm. Um, Looking at her chart, even, you know, she has a Virgo moon, 
She is an Aries sun. We don't know what her rising is. Um, but sh- that moon is interesting because it could potentially be conjunct her Uranus and Pluto in Virgo. So part of that needing to control, part of that health fixation even, um, with, you know, always trying to, like, go the holistic route, listening to your body, being in tune, I feel like, oh, and she has Venus in Taurus, I feel like she's so emblematic of all these qualities, um, but also she has her Mars in Pisces, so she's, like, this romantic, and, like, a really really nice person like obviously you know I feel like she thinks of herself as like a really lovely friend and would go to the ends of the earth for people so I don't know I think she's just like such a wonderfully complex housewife yes totally agree she brings just such like this bubbly vibe kind of like early days vicky when we think about mm-hmm. it um they are really so similar and so different i mean it is very interesting like you brought up their synastry like um vicky's as you said venus is in aries it's like on shannon's jupiter and mercury basically so jupiter you know you're expanding it's like literally the definition of when they're together they will bit up hmm with each other that they do that they really do and like you know aries love to have fun love to drink like they just are down for a good time like all the fire signs really it's like so much about like living in the moment it's like seizing it type of energy and they both have that together which is cute yeah but what i thought about um shannon's uh sun that was interesting so her sun's in Aries her Mars as Tasha mentioned is in Pisces Mm -hmm. and they're making an out of sign conjunction with each other and some astrologers some like schools of thought say that the planet at the higher degree um kind of holds court over the other one it holds influence over the other one so in this case her mars in pisces is at a higher degree than her sun in aries and i think this is one of the reasons why shannon comes off as like so emotional um Mm -hmm. because like her her aries sun is really speaking to that mars in pisces that's kind of ruling over it which is interesting because when we look at vicky again like she has so much pisces energy as well mm-hmm. and and like that aries energy so again these kind of similarities between them mm-hmm. that we're seeing yeah yeah and both of them really like to view themselves as the victim in the mm. situation which something i see with the mars in pisces as well cuz they both share that placement it's so funny because I think I told you this like watching Shannon is like kind of like watching my mom a little bit she's also very Aries she's got an Aries moon um and is an Aries rising and is a Cancer sun so like that dynamic of water and fire and like sometimes my mom doesn't actually even understand how loud she's getting she just feels like she's she's like I'm angry I have to express how I feel you know, and you see that with Shannon too. Like, I think watching this, I got a little confused about, at least in the earlier seasons when Shannon was on, is Shannon really like yelling or is this sort of like what is being 
Heather Dubrow weaved, you know what I mean? Like, this narrative. Yes, and as someone with a water Mars, I can totally relate to that, where it's like, you're not necessarily aware of how things are coming off. I mean, I also have a defined heart in human design, and I would guess that Shannon does too, but it's like, when we're passionate about something, like, we're gonna get really animated about that, and to other people, it could come off as aggressive or angry, Mm -hmm. when really, again, we're just being passionate, and we, like, truly feel this thing, and we need to express that, Um, and I see that in Shannon. Definitely. Shannon also has, I think, does Vicky have this too? Chiron, yeah, they both share their Chiron and Pisces as well, mm. generational-ish placement. Um, but what was interesting is Vicky's uh, Mars and Pisces, actually, we know we were just talking about this Mars and Pisces, is actually sitting on Shannon's Chiron and Pisces. Yeah. Which is such a interesting placement, sinistry-wise. Um it could be painful. Chiron's your wound and Mars is a, like this aggressive or abrasive, maybe a better word in this instance, energy. So to have an abrasiveness kind of rubbing against your wound can help you grow and evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could also be really irritating. Well, what is also fascinating about that is with the Mars on Chiron... Not only being this wound that's it's irritating, but almost like a the aggravator or someone like I think obviously you know, I'm almost like we should just probably talk about Brooks anyway, like right now since we're already talking about it. I know because like my next note was kind of on her, so go for go for it. Yeah, cause, go with your thought. Because um, what you call it? Shannon was like, oh, Vicky was in on it. Vicky was like deceiving everyone, basically lying about this, and like. You do see this Mars on Chiron, like Vicky's Mars on Shannon's Chiron, Mars like this action, this trigger, this manipulator, this manager of the situation asserting itself on um, Shannon's wound. So, oh, another interesting placement, Vicky's Jupiter is on Shannon's Saturn. Oh, Saturn. Yeah. And her, her, Shannon Saturn's at zero degrees Pisces. I know, Shannon. Shannon's going through her second Saturn return right now. Oh, boy. But what was also... I actually wonder what's happening in Shannon's life at the moment because that Saturn is squaring her Lilith and her Juno. So I do wonder if, like, she might be... I don't know. A relationship, perhaps, that we might... Because, I mean, we saw recently, like, she went out with John Jansen. Like, not went out, but they ran into each other, Oh, right, 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 right. That Uh, name always throws me off. During Mercury Retrograde. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No, I haven't. No, no, like, them, I won't say anything, but just them during COVID is really... Interesting to watch. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. I'm I'm making we're we'll get there before the premiere. Obviously. Can you just imagine Shannon during COVID? No, it would. Yes. I, oh my gosh. I mean, yes and no all at once. <laughs> I'm excited to see this coming. Um, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> it's it is just really funny because I really do think Sh- Shannon is so going. Oh. But what I did want to say is this. Her south node is in uh, Capricorn. 
So it is ruled by her Saturn in Pisces. And I do wonder where that placement is. Like, I can definitely see her being a Virgo rising, potentially, so that if that Saturn in Pisces is in the seventh house, it's, like, lessons on relationships and trust and discerning trust. Like, I think that's, like, a potentially really interesting... I mean, I I can't imagine seeing her as any other... Except maybe Cancer rising, potentially, too. Um, But... Well, so it's interesting you mentioned Cancer and you mentioned her south node in Capricorn Mm because, I mean, then... Conversely, her North Node is going to be in Cancer. And you could totally see how caring she is. I mean, with the Brooks situation, which I am, you know, we're, mm-hmm. like, inching towards it. Yeah. Um, with the Brooks situation, she's, like, really just, like, go to my doctor. Like, she might be able to help you. She, like, so nice. is getting yeah. so um, agitated over the fact that she thinks that she can help and save him and preserve their love, What this, this family that they're creating between Vicky and him. Also, like, with the North Node in Cancer, just, like, you see her really fighting to work things out with David and mm-hmm. keep their family together. Um, yeah, it is. It's it is interesting, you know, her fighting to keep the relationship. Her assumption, like, of you know, I want to help you. Sh- I why wouldn't you listen to me? Like, obviously, this is life or death. It is naturally interesting that her north node is ruled by her her cancer i mean virgo moon excuse me her cancer north node is ruled by her virgo moon um and you know with a virgo moon there's like that element of control and if it's conjunct pluto it's also like element of i know best and like Mm -hmm. there's the ego involved in it ultimately um as a way of like running away from focus on yourself potentially too and then if i think about the saturn in pisces like drawing boundaries is something that really comes to mind and if that's ruling her south node it gives me the impression that she's willing like her boundaries and maybe around like how she values her compassion need to i don't know be higher a little bit more so pluto and virgo can indicate like a lot of shame around your self-love with those Virgo placements, I mean, it's an overt investment in the relationships, but it's a very caring, kind person, but it's all coming from this place of wanting to control things internally mm. for themselves. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at Shannon and Brooks really quick, and I just noticed that her... Uranus in Virgo is conjunct his Jupiter, um, but also her Jupiter is on his North Node in Aries, and I just feel like her and when we talk about Megan, like mm. the two of them together, I feel like they were fated to suss this all out. Shannon and Megan, yeah. Yeah, because Megan's Mercury in Virgo is conjunct his Pluto. Again, Shannon's Uranus is conjunct his Jupiter. In Virgo, they're like, they're looking to find the truth and to like get to the bottom of things. And then also, like, just like calling him out, killing his lie with that Pluto there. Mm-hmm. And Megan's Venus, which is conjunct her Pluto at zero degrees Scorpio, um, is 
out of sign opposing his north node in Aries. And, like, so Venus is about values, and she, like, in in Scorpio, like, digging deep, again, like, finding, getting to the bottom of this mystery, her valuing the truth, especially when she had um, Leanne? Leanne. Leanne. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like, that emotional tie to this. Yeah, so, anyway, I thought it was really interesting that the two of them kind of together, like, were the ones to bust this myth. Yeah, it's very interesting because, uh... Brooks has a has his Juno. We've talked about Juno for a few episodes now, but it's some so funny how Juno keeps coming up these days. Um, he has his in Scorpio, which would actually be conjunct Megan's like Pluto and Venus. Like she has zero degrees, uh, Scorpio. So it's like a very interesting conjunction. In some way, it's almost like Juno attracting, not just like, it's just like attracting your partners or, and in whatever way, shape or form they come in this case, it's like Hmm. a truth, Hmm. a truth seeker. Yeah. Especially with Scorpio, the sign of the detective, like you're going to be attracting other incredulous people naturally in your orbit. Um, Yeah. No, definitely. And like, I wonder... I don't know, like, we don't know where Brooks is now, right? But it's like, I wonder if this, being called out on such a public platform, because as we saw on the show, like, he, this isn't the first time he's tried to pull this. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, like, um, I don't think we've mentioned it yet, but he has the um, Venus conjunct uh, Neptune and Scorpio. Mm-hmm. And so like that, like this deception in love, this deception in your values, a haziness maybe around like what's real <laughs> even. Yeah. Um, Self-delusion even. Yes, exactly. That's a way better way of phrasing it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I don't know. I wonder like his Norse nodes in Aries, right? So it's like, what... Mm-hmm. What is he growing towards? What is his, what is Brooks' destiny? I just can't even imagine. I mean, it's, I think it's like, it's interesting the way he is in these relationships getting provided for, right? Like his teeth getting sorted, all these things like, and his South Node is in Libra. So I do wonder if big part of it, and we don't know his rising, so it's hard for me to say, but he needs to step into his self more. He needs to kind of face life head on be that provider be that leader and maybe he is in his relationships one-on-one but it just seems like he's perpetually getting defined by relationships like his scandals everything so i'm not entirely sure it's uh, a high vibration that we're seeing and obviously no, cancer definitely not <laughs> that is the understatement of the century <laughs> for sure um he also, it's interesting, right? Because he has Mars and Aquarius, Brooks. Um, Brooks's Mars and Aquarius makes me think, like, gives me, like, evil genius vibes. Ooh. Because um, Aquarius is, like, probably the most intelligent sign, I think, of the Zodiac. Just the way, and maybe, like, with Gem, like, all the air signs, right? The way you can connect, like, big picture thinking or, like, strategizing. He could have an Aquarian moon, too. He could have an Aquarian moon, too, for sure. Um, but, yeah, either way, like, his Mercury, his sun, and his <clears throat> moon, because his Mercury and sun are in Capricorn, they're ruled by Saturn, and, you know, as we covered with Alexis, it's 
both signs, Aquarius and Capricorn, are ruled in traditional astrology by Saturn. Um, so we, you know, kind of go to his Saturn, which is in Aries, to see what's up. And it is interesting, right? Because his North Node, what he's supposed to be working on, working to, is getting this double hit from Saturn as well. Like, he needs to learn to fight for his life in the wild in like every capacity of what that means and not be dependent codependent in the relationship um and also like fighting for his peace and not like be you know stuck in relationships that actually like bring him more drama mm, mm. okay you mentioned relationships so let, let's just like briefly get into him and vicky mm, um yes. so we mentioned his neptune conjunct venus which I don't think we did mention was at 29 degrees. And again, like zero and 29, both very extreme degrees of a sign um, that falls in Vicky's second house, second house of values, which I think is why she's fighting so hard for him. Second house of money, which is why she's supporting him. Mm. Like, and again, this deception, that's rubbing off on her too. She sees what she wants to see when she looks at him and he gives her what she wants what he knows she wants he probably researched vicky i mean he knew her for a long time because of work like they mm -hmm. knew each other through work things but here she is on this tv show he can look into her know she's unhappy in her marriage know that she needs her love tank filled like know all she's giving every man she says all the time i just want someone to like give me affirmations every day tell me i'm beautiful every day he has those cards for her every day it was definitely Tamara that said it she was like yeah he's literally yeah. just doing everything she's always said she wanted a man to do so like again like i think that she has this mask and he's been able to deceive her Mm. very true not I mean, to sorry not no, to no, say no. Yeah. that i don't i think she knew he didn't have cancer but i do think that he was deceiving her in other ways <laughs> okay i just okay. need to make that clear <laughs> okay <laughs> it it's because you bring up like the second house it's like so much of it is like self-confidence right like it's like a deluded sense of self-confidence she feels in this love bubble mm -hmm. to steal Teresa's terminology. Um, what is interesting also is his south node is potentially on her ascendant. Ooh. Oh yes, I see that. Um, and his and his north node is on her Venus, and so ultimately, like it was a karmic meeting, but there had to be a parting of ways, I think. Totally. His North Node is trining her Uranus. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this was, as you said, definitely faded, but it was just this shift. It was like to come and push either one or both of them kind yeah. of onto a different path, not meant to be with each other. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I mean, Brooks's Mars is conjunct. Um, her South Node? Yeah. In her fourth house of yeah. home and family? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mars is like a very aggressive potentially placement, right? Mm. If you, you know, and there were all these like, um, I guess, rumors or stuff that would get brought up in the reunion about how he was potentially physical with Vicky. Um, and you know what? Or I'll, even making yeah. that comment about how Ryan should beat Brianna and get her into yes, line. Yes, yes. It's like a very, a more hot 
figure um, in that situation. So that Mars and Aquarius in the fourth is is very 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 interesting mm-hmm. um also brooks's chiron is on vicky like conjunct vicky's um mercury in pisces so like him breaking her heart and mm-hmm. like that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. source of heartbreak also um, pisces like in the fifth house in the fifth house of yeah. romance oh that was her her the one that got away that she thinks you, right? right yes right. correct um her son is conjunct his saturn mm-hmm. and like you see like she's controlling his life kind of in a way that like he wants to be kept but like she's kind of like it's different it's like provide it's like he's still the man in the relationship yeah but she's providing providing. the the ability for him to be the man in the relationship he's her moral authority Mm. which is like i think very saturn on sun which Mm. is so emblematic of this industry yeah it's a maybe a restrictive moral authority but it can be a depressing quality, right? Mm. The relationship or like in I saw this and I was like, there's he's dampening her shine. Yeah. Yeah. And no, it's so totally. true. And it's so true seeing how they reacted. But I mean God, Vicky's Chiron, Mars and Mercury in Pisces in the fifth house, like she is always going to be set she will always set herself up for this type of delusion or um, deception mm. if she's not more grounded in how she's like truly looking to view dating, ultimately. Because with Mars and Mercury and Pisces and Chiron, like, I will never find love and I'm waiting for my Prince Charming and I'm waiting for this beautiful fairy tale and like meet cutes and oh, this is the one, maybe. And, yeah. Like, there's just so much of that energy. I mean, her and Steve saying they love each other within, like, ten dates or something like that. And it's wild because off the... And here's the thing. I mean, she's a Venus in Aries. I feel like Venus in Aries is so quick to... They're so quick to be like, I love you! And mm. also be so quick to be like, I'm not in love with you anymore. Yeah. You know, it's like a... I don't... And here's the thing. I don't doubt that love. I think it's very real. I think it's, like, very passionate. It's mm-hmm. like... But it's just a very shorter term type. It, there's less intentionality. It's just let me light the match mm-hmm. really quick and say it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can definitely see that with her Venus and Aries as well. Vicky's. Mm. But yeah, I mean, oh, did you already mention this? Brooks's Jupiter in Virgo on Vicky's Pluto in Virgo? No, but I was just looking at that. Um fascinating we just had this pluto jupiter square obviously this week Mm. uh aspecting pluto and jupiter i mean he really brought about in virgo in virgo health situation Mm -hmm. like oh my god Mm -hmm. yeah literally sometimes astrology cannot be more literal um the symbolism is so crazy here's the thing Brooks brought about an experience that completely transformed, literally trans like it was a transformational experience. Obviously, <laughs> it was in her eleventh house, also in like her strategic alliances, social circles. Yeah, but even how you're viewed, so like social media is also considered, and I feel like just being in like news rags and like public in that way was also a big part of this whole mm-hmm. scandal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder because Ju- Brooks's Jupiter opposes um, Vicky's Chiron in Pisces. I wonder if that in the fifth house. I wonder if that's like potentially symbolized by Brianna a little bit, um, just because obviously that Brooks and her were always opposing, and that was such a that was like the pain point for Vicky, right? Like choosing Brianna or choosing Brooks, and like choosing Brooks, but still hurting everyone involved really like just from a symbolism perspective mm. um we i haven't looked at brianna's chart yet and we're not going to this episode we have enough people to look at this episode yeah. but um <laughs> it'd be interesting yeah it'd be interesting to see like how brianna and vicky's chart lines up um because they they're a fascinating sinistry duo in their oh, own right oh we should do like parents and their kids like we could do Teresa and gia and uh... oh yeah no. Oh shit. Oh, what did you just say? Um Brooks oh my god, so sorry. Brooks's Pluto squares Vicky's moon. And here's the thing, it's not like I'm saying this as like this is the immediate connotation with the both of them. If you're a square, it's a tough growth aspect and with you know, with Pluto and the Moon, you're gonna be maybe encountering some really harsh truths. Um, things that you might not wanna look at about yourself mm. even. Um, which, you know, with the Pluto and Virgo and the moon and Sag, there's like an escapist quality, like always running away from your problems, but it's really like the focus on self mm. and how you alter in your relationship with service as a function of that focus of self. Mm. So, and I, but the thing is based on what we know in the show, he literally, you know, clearly emotionally manipulated her like big time. So that Oops. Pluto his plutonian influence on her moon was a challenging aspect and the thing is her jupiter is in pisces again it's hard to see behind the rose colored glasses there's like an overt optimism it might be hard to believe based on who vicky is as a person which is what all the women were saying like you are vicky gunvalson you are a smart businesswoman how did you not know but i actually do buy I feel like she was in such delusion up until a point, and then it was just more, I don't want to ask any questions. Totally. Type of energy. Totally. She was just, like, along for the ride, and mm-hmm. then when she realized she was into... I mean, she was telling so many lies. The binder, the the doctor's visits, like, all these things. Yeah. Um, there was clearly something fishy. Um, and I also wonder, like, the type of stuff he would tell her off-camera, right, oh, on screen absolutely. about everyone against. And I see that being a Pluto moon thing as well, like, isolating. Yes, Tamara giving you the evil eye, things like that. I yeah. mean, that that statement was what, like, really severed their friendship. Mm-hmm. That was that party where she, like, started screaming at her. Oh, wow, I wish I remember the quote, but... That was that my sister, my soulmate, my there's something else. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're absolutely right, though. You're absolutely right. Like it's interesting, and now I'm like, oh my god, was that part of his plan? Like, let me lay the f- groundwork and you know sever you from your friends, no, absolutely. isolate. Right? I mean, that's like, what yeah. con artists do, and that's why it was so crazy. And I mean, Andy Collins talked about this that this and that dirty. Dirty John, yes. that, a, that, oh that podcast became famous at the same time that this was happening. Um, and then, like, of course, then Bravo picked it up and was airing it at the same time that they were airing this happening with Vicky. So it's just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, 
It makes a lot of sense. I mean, look, the moment I... the All I had to see, honestly, for Brooks when I... To make sense was Saturn on his south node, Venus and Neptune in Scorpio, mm-hmm. and his... Basically, like... Or actually, no, no, that's Vicky's chart, but... To see that Mars on that Saturn and south node, I'm just like... This is, like, a potentially, like, terrorized... Like, this is a... This can compound and get bad, really bad. It can stoke... As much as he's bringing her up, or she thinks he's gassing her up, I feel like there is a certain, like, negging. You know what I mean? It's almost like, let me diminish you, but then bring you up so that you don't really have a sense of, No, absolutely. Where you really stand. And then again, it's like, if you you know, hear enough stories about con artists, then you see this pattern that they do with people, especially when they're trying to just, like, leech off Mm -hmm. of one person in particular. You make that person, you can go one or two, one of two ways. Make them feel so small and really shitty about themselves or build them up and tell them that everyone else around them is not worthy, is doing this to you, is, like, sabotaging you, like, all these things. Because then you just as you said, isolate that person and can continue to suck them dry of their resources while without being questioned by people. And clearly people were questioning him. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's so funny. I mean, Vicky's like, um, (laughs) Juno's in Taurus. It's like the opposite of all this like manipulation. Like she needs like an easygoing, boring, simple dude. Which is funny because when she's with Steve, she's really not into him. And she commits to him and she throws her all into it. But that's because she just needs to be in a relationship. Um, With the right grounded person, I think so. And the thing is, you know Tauruses. Like, not like they're not social or they're not like charm. You know what I mean? Like, they have... I think she's looking for like the more social Taurus. Like, salt of the earth grounded, loyal, knows how to have fun, knows how to appreciate good wine, knows how to like good food. Like, a really lovely dinner companion. Like, that kind of energy, too. But again, I think Steve is that. But I think he's not into her. I think he's also using her, but I'm not sure what for. Mm. And I know you haven't seen enough of them yet, but, like, I just get the vibe that he doesn't like her. Mm. so but i don't know what he's getting from her so i'm curious for you to like help fill me in on what i'm not able to see okay i'm excited i'm excited but i think i feel like we went into vicky and brooks i want to circle back to shannon yes because i feel like there's a lot to say about shannon but also i would love to look at shannon and david since we've just looked at uh, Vicky and Brooks. Yes, and David also has that Venus-Neptune mm-hmm. conjunction in Scorpio, right? Exactly. How funny is that? Exactly. I mean, another uh, chalk that out to another commonality between uh, Vicky and... Mm, Shannon. Shannon. Interesting. Which is so funny because it's like clearly they both maybe could have helped each other better at that moment in time. Mm. Well... Shannon was trying. Shannon was trying, and Vicky was being not... I mean, Vicky was in defense mode. Yes, like, totally. She was doing what she felt she needed to do for that relationship. And that's the thing at the end of the day. Obviously, like, no one wanted to see Vicky hurt. Mm. But I do think at a certain like, if Vicky wants... If you all know this, 
if she wants to, that's how she's going to be. Like, it just is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. everyone has to lead their own life. And, of course, you know, Shannon and David's own marriage on the show has had no shortage of just up and down. Um, but also, fun fact to everyone, I know I said earlier Shannon reminded me of my mom. Um, David actually shares my dad's birthday. <laughs> Not the year, but my dad is also December 6th SAG. So it literally felt like watching, without even knowing the birthday, it felt like watching my parents fight, truly. So this has been a very therapeutic experience for me as well. But also, it you know, it's interesting, certain placements. Um, like... David is so saggy. The way he, like, tries to crack the jokes amidst, like, a very serious argument and then be very cool, calm, swift about, oh, let's just move on, it's fine, and, like, jump into the next thing and, you know, when it's clearly not settled yet. Um, And his, like, need for independence and, like, wanting to switch things up. I don't know. There was just so many sad qualities with David, um, yeah. yeah, his son and his South note are there. Yeah, which is very interesting. It is interesting. It's almost like he act. He has to actively work on him because it's like the double whammy of the shadow side of SAG coming and pulling you down. Hmm. Mm. What I thought was interesting because like. I never saw the chemistry between them. I mean, it seems like from what we hear from Shannon on season nine when she shows up, like, the love between them kind of died the day Sophie was born 13 Mm -hmm. years ago. So, like, a year into their marriage because she got pregnant the third day of their honeymoon, I think she said. But it's interesting because her Venus is conjunct his Jupiter in Taurus. So it's like, Mm. I feel like that's such a lovely placement. Although I guess it's in opposition to his, uh, that Venus-Neptune conjunction. So maybe that's where that kind of fell apart. (laughs) Yeah, because his Venus is on her Neptune, right? Um... And I do get the sense, like, yeah, maybe this was his, like, dream girl at one point. But to your point, the marriage or, like, everything kind of went downhill after Sophie was born. I feel like that's a very sag thing sometimes. Like, a sag that's not ready to settle down. Mm. Because it's almost like you're getting your independence clipped a little Mm. bit. And not to say they don't love their children. Um... And of course, everyone, if it sounds a little too personal, it's probably because I have personal bias on this, but it just, it just naturally strikes me also as very sad based on my experiences with the sad father in this situation. Like, I never doubted that he didn't love me, but he also valued his independence and his thing and like being able to be himself and switch things up. So... Mm. I totally get it. I get. I see both sides. Um, yeah. What is interesting about David's placements also is he has Mars conjunct exactly Uranus and Pluto. It's like a very... Um, it's a pretty harsh set of placements together, I would say. Whether that's you personally being subjected to some really, really potentially shocking and violent 
or disturbing truths or maybe you're the one you know being the person doing it um in virgo you know very much the sign of the servant maybe a again a slave master a servant like that kind of energy right like imbalanced relationships and also. that cluster is most likely conjunct her moon at yeah. some degree yeah if um, and if it's not her moon then it's touching her pluto um yeah so either way yeah it's intense yeah and i mean you hear you heard you know shannon said i was gonna do whatever it takes to keep the marriage alive yeah. right like and obviously you you know this is not jersey you don't hear the husband's perspectives <laughs> in the confessionals but the way she's making it sound right like it's it's on his terms if he wants to stay in the marriage or not basically mm. and she was going to actively fight for it regardless right so that to me that mars and you david's mars and uranus on her pluto potentially on her moon like mm. That is so emblematic of that. Again, the unbalanced nature of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Even at an emotional level. Yeah. Because he has so much power. Based on how Shannon is presenting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I mean, that point that Jupiter and Venus you mentioned, they both built... I mean, they're wealth together. Like, as you said in the previous episode, she was really the only one that could rival like Heather in terms of like a certain level of wealth right like same neighborhood what have you so jupiter compounding venus money um together both of them might have really exponentially compounded their wealth yeah yeah but you know what is interesting about david is he's got a lot of well i guess just like most likely his moon's in capricorn and his mercury's in Capricorn, for sure. Yeah. Um, but unlike mm. some other Capricornian uh, people that we've seen on Bravo, I feel like he really does understand the balance between work and family. Like, mm-hmm. he's home for dinner every night. I mean, it's not a pleasant evening with the energy between the two of yeah. them. But, like, he's there. He provides, but then he shows up. And, like, mm-hmm. I just think... I Like, I thought that was really interesting. That's, like, an... Inju- I, yeah. Yeah. No, for <laughs> sure. And what's also interesting is that Mercury, that Cap Mercury you were just talking about, is on um, Shannon's south node. Right. As well. So... Uh, him being a provider in this situation with her. Very interesting. Oh, I really wish I knew, like, what Sa- uh, Shannon's rising is. Because that Saturn in Pisces, Virgo moon... Like, these interplays are so significant, especially because they relate to her destiny. And, like, yeah. the fact that these things are getting hit by David. I mean, it's a big karmic chapter for her, mm. this marriage. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, did you already mention that her Saturn's at zero degrees Pisces and his is 29 degrees Aquarius? Yeah. So like oh my god. Conjunct- it's an out of sign conjunction. Yeah. It, it's fascinating. And with their Saturns. Yeah, it's so interesting. And I feel like David kind of does want to do things a little differently and Shannon is like, tradition, by the books, like my beliefs, this is mm-hmm. what, this is. Also, when, you remember like, that Mexican dinner at the group 
when he was like switching up his drink, right? Something as simple as oh, that. Oh yeah. And he, she was like, "Oh, he never does this. He's 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 never drank anything. Like he this is the first. But to be fair to her, and like again, when you're in a relationship and yeah, someone's yeah. nagging you all the time, then every little thing that comes out of their mouth is gonna sound like a nag. But totally. in that moment, it didn't sound to me like she was nagging him. It really did sound like, "Oh, this is new for him." Yeah. And kind of like shocked because she's seeing David change in front of her eyes and knows that he's pulling away from her and their relationship's falling apart and it's most likely not going to be salvaged. Yeah, I wonder if they both feel like they can't be who they were supposed to be together. Mm. I could totally see that. Because Saturn and Pisces, Saturn and Aquarius, usually you kind of see a very similar... Like, there's a commonality between the two and it's... it's um. In this case, I do think it's about roles even this drinking thing right yes not a big deal of course i didn't even think of it that big of a deal but it's just reflected inherently in the way she's like you've deviated from a role i've known grown accustomed to right by you deciding you want to do things differently saturn aquarius saturn pisces like that individuality meeting expectation of roles and both of them Conjunctions can be a hard aspect, right? Because you're both, like, hitting it full force. Right. Um, In theory, the relationship, I think, could have worked with more independence woven in on Shannon's part. Yeah, yeah. Shannon needed to release the reins, Mm -hmm. um, but she wasn't able to. I think it was that that Pluto, that moon, we don't know where the moon is within Virgo, but yeah. like it's definitely there. Um so, yeah, she just couldn't she couldn't let go. And as you said, like as with his um with his Saturn in Aquarius, it needs independence, it needs freedom. That sun in Sagittarius needs freedom, needs independence. Like he's got all these signs, even the Capricorn placements, like he has a lot of placements that need to retreat, that need their alone time. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I think is interesting is that with Saturn's, sorry, Shannon's Saturn at zero degrees Pisces, and she's noticing his drinking habits. Like we mentioned mm-hmm. so many times, um, the the correlation with Pisces and alcohol, but just substances in general, and also the fact that Shannon leans so heavily on alcohol during her time of need to provide yeah. that support for her in some ways. Yeah. Um, in like that low vibe Pisces way. Yeah, lessons around those boundaries for sure. Yeah. Um, and she does have her Mars in Pisces, as we said before, with the Chiron in Pisces. So it's a very, I think it's very easy for Shannon, it would be very easy for Shannon to channel a lot of that energy into spirituality because, you know, as Emma just said, Pisces is so spirit and spirits um, that can help give her sort of a clarity of mind and more of a surrender. Like, it's really funny, right? She's like looking to be more in tune with her body and like be in tune with energy but the reality is it's so much about letting go of control and meeting every moment and detaching from outcomes and it's very interesting to see shannon especially you know with that chiron actually opposing her 
Pluto as well, potentially her moon, her Uranus. Like, she feels, I think, weird breaking out of her perceived role, even mm. to some degree in the family. Mm. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, I did. I will say, here's the thing we talked about like Neptune and Venus being like very deception heavy <laughs> in this episode. But what I will say also, it can be such a romantic placement. Oh, it can be lovely. And, and that yeah. fairy tale love, it can be that. And for David to do the second vow renewal, even though obviously like vow mm. renewals don't ever work, but she was, it was all very like romantic in her eyes. And like she fulfilled something of her fantasy or dream or whatever yeah but i don't know if i remember correctly he was still actively having an affair with the woman while he was doing all that (gasps) oh my god what yeah i'm pretty sure like he came back from their second honeymoon and like went straight to the girlfriend oh my god well, that's unfortunate. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I just, like, I strongly feel that that was happening. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, look, here's the thing. With astrology, like, everything doesn't have to just mean one thing. It can be so multi-layered, right? And oh, it is, absolutely. It's all it, a spectrum. And not yeah. only that, but it's, like, all of this, whether it's astrology, human design, everything has a theory we like just like in science there's theory and then there's physical application of that thing as it plays out with all your other placements the environment that you're in all these other factors who you're around whether you even interact with anyone at all like all these things are going to have an effect on how your specific energies present yeah yeah so so there's that yeah (laughs) yeah no for sure you know how, like, uh, Megan said that Shannon had, like, judgy eyes or whatever? Yes. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, like, with the combo of a Virgo moon and you also have, like, three significant placements in Aries, your sun, your Mercury, and Jupiter for Shannon. Because, like, a high vibe of Aries is, like, a pioneer, a leader, a hero, like, all these really lovely things, a mama bear warrior. Um, But the low vibe is, like, you're a bully. And... There is some, like, low-vibe Aries energy that Shannon also, um... Yes. And it's on the show. That's true. That's true. And I do feel like Aries, um... Aries rules the head, um... And the eyes are part of the head. I do agree that some Aries-heavy placements, uh... Big eyes, expressive eyes. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily judgy, but expressive eyes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so also, before we move on, just want to clarify... So, Shannon actually could be a Leo moon or a Virgo moon, but Emma and I both were like, she does not really give Leo vibes, honestly. She's not giving us, she's not giving us that. (laughs) Yeah, so we went with Virgo moon, however, you know, I guess we could be wrong, potentially. And she still would have her other Virgo placements, opposing her Chiron to really go oomph with the Virgo energy. To so, go oomph with the energy. Yeah, so, uh, anyway, moving on to another oomph character on the show. Or character, real person. Uh, character. Oh, she is a character. Kelly freaking Dodd. Uh, okay, so what are your thoughts on Kelly? Bombastic. Ooh, great word. Kelly is bombastic. Um, 
I was like, what is her fire energy mm. in her chart? And is she, where is her Gemini? And of mm. course she has Mars and Gemini. Oh, that makes so much sense. Which makes a whole lot of sense. But I just remembered, oh my gosh, um, didn't her new husband, Rick, get into that really bad car crash like at the beginning of the year like total like really really gnarly accident like the car looked like it was in bad shape that was happening as mars was stationing direct like it was around that time in gemini so like you know gemini transportation mars accident oh yeah definitely i wonder if she could be a sag rising as such I could see her as a sag rising. Just loud and big. And of course she has... Boisterous. Yes. She has a Jupiter in Aries, which of course... And she loves her dad jokes too, you know? Like, oh my god, what did she keep saying in in Ireland? Well, I I just remember her fucking flicking the nose a whole bunch, which... That's I can, more Gem- Mars and Gemini. It's an aggressive, annoying action that's childish. Right, but if she's a Sag Rising that's in the seventh house, like, I can see her being that with mm. like her one-on-one relation. Like, yeah, that's just who she is. Interesting. Uh, well, the, what I just realized, because she, you know, she, we said she could be a Sag Rising. She has Jupiter in Aries. It's actually conjunct Vicky's Venus in Aries. <laughs> like, exact. 21 degrees. Mm. So... You see them, like, bond at the beginning when Kelly comes on, and obviously, like, she's potentially off-putting to some people by how boisterous she is, but they have fun together. Yeah. Maybe not too much fun, because Vicky was like, when you get drink, you get angry, Um, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because um, Kelly, we don't know exactly where her moon is, but I would venture a guess that her moon's in Gemini. Oh, do we not? I thought it was just in Gemini based on the day. Based on where its location is. I just didn't the run the beginning oh, and ending. It's Gemini. Of the day. Oh, okay. For sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay, so you know what we like just talked in last week's episode about Danielle's Gemini moon and how she needs to like air out her grievances with everybody. Mm-hmm. And then there's that situation in Ireland where she says to Shannon, no wonder. Tamara's daughter doesn't it's like she really didn't want that to get back to Tamara she wasn't like you know other people would say that because they wanted it to get back she did not want that to get back she just needs to air her shit out and like get it off her chest especially with the Mars in the same sign it's like gonna be a way more aggressive um (laughs) energy yeah definitely I'm like where is oh the funny thing is Kelly's Mercury is in Libra. I know. But this is why, like, whole chart context is so important, that Uranus energy is conjunct that Mercury in Libra. So there's always going to be potential, like, maybe perceiving, perceptive, um, erratic moments. Mm, also an out-of-sign conjunction. We're exactly. having a lot of those today. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's and again, it's not to say it's like a bad or good thing either way. It just means there's... It's a, just a different flavor. It's a blending of energies. Yeah. It's just, you know, one sign is not at full strength. And, you know, like, it's, it is a true fusion. Oh, my God, again, and then if we're speaking to that school of thought that says that the higher degree rules over the lesser degree, then the Mercury's ruling over the Uranus and Scorpio, and you just see those, like, cutting words, those 
deep, deep, aggressive. And then she's like, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. And like, she keeps saying, I'm sorry. I called you a cunt. I'm sorry. I did this. I'm sorry. And they're like, that's her MO. You can't just keep saying you're sorry. But like, yeah. she can't help it. She just like flies off the, well, she could help it because there's high vibes and low vibes of these things. There's different yes. ways they can come out. Like she can get a handle on it. But I was really surprised seeing she has so much Libra, her son, her Pluto, her Mercury. She doesn't give me Libran vibes unless we're talking about like maybe that's in her fourth house because like her home is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like she put a lot of thought into it. It's like something that she feels it's like a really big staple and like strength in her life. Yeah. Um, I, you know what's interesting? I mean, obviously, to your point, she doesn't present as a Libra and the diplom in the diplomatic way we would come to maybe expect yeah um, but i will say the pluto and the sun is an interesting dynamic obviously i think there is who was i just reading the other day someone pete davidson maybe like i think he has a pluto sun conjunction too um funnily enough but he also says like some real deep shit or he just illuminates or shines a light on like harsh truths mm. and maybe present them in a package them up in like a joke type of way and like that's what i see with this son pluto like let me serve up a harsh reality in a palatable way i.e a joke because if she's also sag rising it's like such an easy way. and jupiter and aries like you know funny sometimes too um yeah also, that Mercury is trining her Mars in Gemini. Mm-hmm. So between, like, the Uranus conjunction, um, that trining of the Mars, it's just, like, really causing these, like, caustic words. Like, again, it's just, like, it's just this recipe for her words to cut really deep. Um, yeah. 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 Also, she has Chiron conjunct Jupiter, which that Chiron, that wounding around, like, being able to say how she what she wants or express herself mm. on Jupiter when it's like getting triggered in opposition to that Mercury in Libra on Uranus in Scorpio. I mean, again, you see it come out in these very vindictive, like quick jabs that land really hard. Yeah. Below the belt. Yeah. Very Marge like from time to time. Interesting. Uh mm. Okay, I'm gonna have to think about that one. Yeah, I just think of like you just bring up, but for the thing is, Kelly does it in such a way that's like, <laughs> I'm just trying to express myself, so this is gonna come out as part of it. But Marge is there's an antagonizing quality as well. I with feel it. like Marge has way more intention behind what she yes, says, whereas yes, yes, Kelly yes. just explodes and has she reacts. Yeah. But you see the Scorpio flavoring on these, like, or the different flavoring yeah, of the yeah, Scorpio. Yeah. It's yeah. both truth hard, truth hitting, yes. very, very below the belt. Yes. Different, maybe. Yeah, different flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. different deliveries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Kelly has her north node in Scorpio, actually. Um, which is interesting. South node in Taurus. With that Venus and Leo ruling over that south node, like, her perspective. Like, mm-hmm. she's always saying, like, my perspective is the right perspective, basically. Mm-hmm. 
is such a low vibration of that as well. It's like, yes, listen to your gut, listen to your voice, but sometimes don't listen to your ego. Her Saturn's also at zero degrees Leo. Oh my god, there's so many zero degrees Saturns. Yeah. And this is a fixed sign. Like, she really is like, I know what's best, especially for me, Leo being yes. a sign of me. Yes, and like, what was it like, if you want your opinion, if I want to know your opinion, um, I'll give it to you. <laughs> <It's> like, like, <laughs> is that her uh, 12 tagline? Season 12, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just very funny the way she expresses herself. Also, it could, it's trining loosely um, her Neptune in SAG. So again, this narrative that she has, and it's fueled, it answers to her Jupiter and Aries. It's all self-focused. Everything is so much about her perspective, yeah. not so much about anyone else's perspective. Yeah. Um, there's an overt indulgence in self mm. with Kelly. And, yeah, I feel like anyone... People people are like try to play things off as a joke or whatever, it always is, like, very, very tr- triggering for me. I'm just like, be intentional with your words. Like, I can't do it. Um... <laughs> But it's interesting, her and... I was just watching the episode. Um, she ran into Shannon in the bathroom at this restaurant. And, like, Shannon just blows up and, like, basically, like... Oh, my God, the, the quiet plate. woman? Yes. I'm so glad you saw that. I've been waiting for you to get to that oh my scene. Gosh. Because that scene is, like, it comes back. It becomes... It's like the Teresa table flip, it's but not. It's so good. What's also really interesting, obviously, I have to pull up Shannon and Kelly. Oh, yes. Chart. Um, they're... Jupiters are conjunct. Also, interesting. I didn't realize that. Well, they're also born different years. Yeah, they're born 11 years apart. Literally 11 years apart-ish. Um... Shannon's Mercury is on Kelly's Lilith in oh Aries. God. So, like, anything Shannon says is going to be antagonizing, I feel like. There's just never going to be a winning combo here. Also, Shannon's Venus on Kelly's South Node. There's, like, to me, it means, like, Shannon provides a different perspective that can help Kelly deal with, like, her karma around, like, you know, maybe not listening to other perspectives, maybe, like, taking someone in and, like, to me, that's what Shannon's role provides, but whether Kelly decides to act on it or not, like, totally different story. Hmm. Yeah. Their like, sons are opposing each other. Yeah, that's a huge one. Their sons are opposing each other, and... Oh, what was the other... Their but son- yeah, that oh, is interesting. Oh, their Marses oppose each other. I mean, oh, sorry, yeah. square each other, too. Oh, yeah, Okay. Mm-hmm. Mars in Gemini for Kelly, as we said. Shannon's Mars in Pisces. Um, to me, it's weird. Kelly's here to deliver facts that can potentially burst Shannon's bubble. You know what? I actually feel like they could... This is one of those things that could have been good or bad. Mm-hmm. And it was just bad. Oh my god. Very bad. So bad. So bad. Also, Shannon's Neptune on Kelly's like North Node, like potentially like again it could have gone well spiritually but it just was not right not in the cards for them right what's really funny is shannon's actually looking like her juno's in sag so of course like you know david was a sag like in theory like experiential living 
that being like with Kelly potentially being a SAG rising and she has like that Neptune and SAG at a close degree to that Juno, it's almost like, yeah, they both need a little little more of each other in each other. Mm. Like they're really coming to like recalibrate between the both of them. Yeah. But that did not fly. <laughs> yeah, that did not it did not fly. Uh, what I also just noticed, Shannon's Saturn is another out of sign opposition to Kelly's Venus. Yeah, I was just looking at that. Yeah, no, like Saturn opposing, not opposing, but, um, no, out of sign opposing, excuse me, uh, Venus, you know, (laughs) Saturn's putting a restriction, a restrictive element on how Kelly feels like she can express herself. You know what's interesting? I actually just wanted to pull up um, Heather's chart with Kelly's just to see, like, Oof. if there was anything... Okay, spicy. Yes, very much so. Uh, Heather's Mars is on Kelly's Uranus. Oh, my God. So combative, oh explosive, um, you name it. Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, my gosh. Um, Heather's... So Kelly... Sun is on Heather's south node. Exactly. Three degrees. It's like shining a light on that low vibe behavior. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. <laughs> it's, it's interesting that Heather's Mercury is in opposition to um, Kelly's Saturn. Because yeah. if anything, I would think it would be the other way around. Um, because Heather's always trying to silence Kelly. Well, I think it makes sense, though, because... Mercury, Aquarius, I feel like Aquarius, it's like the control thing, it's still a Saturn ruled sign, so yeah. like, I know best, and like, that in opposition to Kelly trying to assert herself. Yeah, and I guess like, her Mercury in Aquarius is answering to her Saturn in Aries, which is like, do things my way, be yeah. proper, what, like the way I'm proper, present how I'm presenting. And that Saturn in, Heather's Saturn in Aries is actually conjunct Kelly's Lilith in Aries, Black, like, Black Moon Lilith, oh my gosh, in Aries. So. And her Chiron? Uh, yeah, yeah, like, loosely. White, yeah, loose orb, and Jupiter. Right. So, like, again, how Kelly feels like she can express herself, Heather's literally here putting this, like, very Saturnian, like, parental like guidance over her yes this was a bombastic relationship like i've said this word many times but i feel like that's the only way i can describe kelly and (laughs) um yeah heather and her and potentially heather's moon could be on kelly saturn too right right we don't know exactly where that is also out of sign venus oppositions Mm. heather has venus in pisces again like the more calmer like i don't want aggression at this party like what is very artistic very like go with the flow Mm but not go with the flow because she's heather yeah um and then venus and leo is like oof me me party like let's just be loud let's create a scene i want to be on stage yeah yeah this yeah it's very um this was not... Ne- oh, and you know what? I mean, by, like, just, like, not by degree, but by, you know, sign, their sons square each other. Right. Like, it was always going to be a tense... It was going to be a friction, unless they both wanted to, like, work with each other on it. Yeah, which clearly they didn't. Kelly's Mars and Gemini's on Heather's Lilith 
and Gemini also. Again, like the whole thing about profanity and the word choice, like for you know Mars and Lilith to both be in these in Gemini, like the sign of words, and this, yeah. And literal. it's squaring Heather's Pluto in Virgo. Mm, oh my gosh, yes. So again, like... Yes. Heather wanting to have control and power over how Kelly is, like, using her words. Mars being in Gemini, Gemini being, like, how you communicate and yeah. think. Like, well, because Heather is so... Um, I think what her her tagline that season was, like, if you can't get things done right the first time do it my way (laughs) so it's like her assumption that her way is best and I do wonder if there is a bit of like do you let yourself let go and there's like a jealousy around that you know what I mean like Kelly's able to just freely say something and Heather is controlled and like this is how she's always been Mm. fundamentally because you know it it all comes from some place right like my way is the best way because that's the way you were taught or maybe that's the way you've internalized and it's hard to maybe see how another person could express themselves mm. dif- like really differently based on their experience. Yeah. Hmm. But that square just kind of triggered that a little bit. Yeah. Because um, it does provide a growth element, almost. That Mars and Gemini as an opportunity for Heather. Um, it's interesting that Kelly's Pluto in Libra is conjunct Heather's Jupiter conjunct Uranus in Libra. It's interesting to me because Heather left because of um, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Like, she left the show because Kelly was on it, and then she came back when Kelly left. So it's like Kelly caused that death for Heather. A literal, yeah, a literal death on the show. Yeah. Just by... Kelly being Kelly, Uranus, like, the self, and Jupiter, the confidence in the self. Yeah. Wow. That is really, really interesting. I, was there anything else, like, you wanted to say about Kelly? Any of, like, the other relation? I'm trying to think of, like, who else she got into it with, really. Oh, Megan. Her and, I don't know, actually... Does she and Megan have anything after a certain... Like, they did they stop becoming friends? Or no? Do you know? Honestly, I don't remember season 12 well enough to remember what happened with their relationship. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot this season existed. Because <laughs> that bodes well. Huh? Um, what I was going to say is because, like, Megan was really sweet when she was, like, I don't... Def- like, in res- with respect to Kelly, right? Like, she brought Kelly onto the show, basically. Um, and she was, like... I'm trying to defend Kelly, but, like, I don't like her behavior. And then she's, like, trying to, like, toe this line. That was, like, such a Libra thing. Yeah, and, you know, like, um, Megan is so mature. Even down to, like, the way that she signed the prenup so that Jim's family would be comfortable knowing that she didn't want his money and that's not why she was in a relationship with him. Like, Mm -hmm. the way she dresses, the way she speaks, the way she presents. Like, it's just this very mature energy um for the youngest lady on the cast you know Megan does have Jupiter and Capricorn I do wonder if that factors and granted yes that everyone shares that year but yeah no definitely she's gonna be a little more poised Mm -hmm. like yeah and with the Libra too right like ultimately it's like she understands Aesthetic. She understands how to relate to people and if she wants to be taken seriously and maybe dressing. 
right. part. Right, playing the part, mm-hmm. exactly. Being mm-hmm. married to the older man, not looking like a child that everyone sees you as. Yeah, yeah. Especially because she does have, like, the Mars and Neptune conjunct, mm-hmm. Megan. Um... Because that I can see as, like, playing a role or, like, being really creative, too, or, you know. Yeah, and that is actually, like, the that conjunction is conjunct that Jupiter and yeah. Capricorn. Yeah. So, again, like, all that just being tied together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and we also potentially have um, Megan's Chiron and Gemini getting activated by, like, Kelly's moon so like again the words and the choice things Mm. oh but she handles it so well Mm -hmm. like when she showed up to that lunch and addressed Kelly like the way she addressed Kelly about her behavior again it was like so mature but like more than that she was addressing Kelly in a way that Kelly would be receptive to what she was saying now did it actually change how Kelly's behavior is going to Mm -hmm. continue no but I just thought that she handled that just like so so well, like, just very Libran, very just, like, meet the person where they're at Mm -hmm. and deliver the information that you're trying to deliver. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Also, Mercury Virgo, like, just being exact and direct with the words Mm. when you, like, ultimately get to that point. Yes. Um, The anxiety building up, very different story. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, no, this one was a very interesting friendship two I thought um yeah but I don't necessarily know what's been happening with Megan I know she has her kid I know her and Jim got divorced exactly in the amount of time where Vicky said yes 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 also that Vicky is a very crazy into we just said she has Mercury in Pisces yeah, Mars she's, in Pisces she's very intuitive which is interesting Vicky be knowing shit yeah so she knows, yeah. Intuitively, she knows it. Yeah. But then, once she starts to overthink it and, like, convince herself otherwise, then that's when, like, things can go hazy, potentially. Yeah. But intuitively, it would hit for Vicky. Oh, what was her human design? Did she have splenic authority? Yes, you said splenic. Yeah, so it's like, she does now. Which makes the whole Brooks thing even, then, like also yeah well just because like you you can have something but not be it in a healthy way Mm -hmm. so yeah um she just knows yeah like especially those those little things like she doesn't know why she's gonna know it but she knows it and uh yeah interesting very interesting it all comes back to vicky even on the shannon episode it all comes well this episode (laughs) is what like we, we thought it would be more shannon heavy i guess i you know it just I think Shannon, it was, it's interesting to see people be in relation to each other, right? Yeah. This is what a lot of these seasons are really like. It's Mm -hmm. just so much more intertwined and you can't not talk about one without the other. But I mean, I think you ultimately get, like I said, you get Shannon in a nutshell. It's funny. We just like were, we had an episode on, um, where Shannon gets introduced and she's like, I like food. And she's like criticizing the food, which is like such a Virgo thing, but also Venus and Taurus thing. Yeah. Um, so you see all these elements in Shannon, but again, it's just also hard to get to go super in depth about one person if you don't know their chart and yes, the rising. Totally. So, you know, we're but limited I'll, in that, but then we can speak to the dynamics between people. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So 
Next time, I guess, we're dealing with the new girlies yes. of the OC. Yes, so that's probably going to be, and this might change, but most likely will be Bronwyn, Emily, Gina. I feel like I'm missing someone. Noelle? No. Oh, Elizabeth. I want to do Elizabeth Vargas. But oh. we'll see when you get there. Okay. Like, we'll see. We'll see what Tasha um, feels because she doesn't know these characters yet. Oh, my gosh. Um, that reaction, though. Because she is... Oh, I just can't wait till you're there. I wish we could fast forward. Just, I'm just dying for you to meet her. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, obviously, OC is coming up, so I'm trying to get this in <laughs> before the premiere of that. Uh, yeah. But yeah. until next time, definitely check out our OC parts one and two if you haven't already. Um, these have been actually really, really fun, and I've gotten to see Emma every time we've recorded, so one more for the road. Yes, yes, and follow us on Instagram at the Cosmic Clubhouse for more Bravo Astrology content. Yes, and you know, before you hit out of the player, why don't you hit subscribe as well? We'd really appreciate it. Also, leave us a review if you're feeling inclined, and five stars. So... Till next time, Emma. Yes, till next time. See you then. Bye.